You are now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and most other places you can find podcasts, my G. Be sure to follow us on social media at the Bucket Hat Boys on Instagram, the Bucket Up Podcast on Facebook, and at Bucket Up Podcast on Twitter. On this episode of the Bucket Up Podcast, biting your tongue in a professional setting, yo, dog adoption commercials are laying it on thick. Drake and JoJo drop new albums and much more. And he tried giving us like the ride at. He was what he say? He was like, he's like, oh, what's up? I stole it because I'm black. And my my coworker was like, bro, don't pull that. <laughs> <laughs> You stole because I literally saw you steal, dog. Pussy got juicy when she introduced me. I don't got no whip, but she said she gon' scoop me. She gave me the key to a Quavo and Lucy. I can't run no Gucci. I can't go out goofy. I came out of Kushi. I can't on a roof on that say I'm no truth. And I say I'm truly. If I got a mood, then they gon' have to move me. My big homie stay with that tool like a roomie. No, they won't pick on me if it's a clip on me. Cooking like chicken meat. Tyson, no Sicily. I'm on the winning team. Might wanna stick with me. I pull a string in it. Might make a symphony. I see a signaling. No, she won't lick on me. She gon' hit on me till she can sit on me. I heard your new shit, but no, I wasn't listening. No, I don't link with clicks. No, I don't click on link. Hey, I be rapping and shit, bro. Fuck my but my hair way too long for the cap All my energy going these routes All your energy going to outs I'm an EBT baby, I DDT'd every beat that they gave me too easily Came in mischievous, major miss ED Dick all the ingredients, made me a genius I'ma double my W's working Everything that you see in these verses Is the same when you see me in person I'ma level to levitate over you Never went on the move, heavyweight 40 You heaven came over you, feather take over you Kenny came over you, let him take over you, bet Yo, we live now listening to volume 124 of the Bucket Up Podcast. Here with your boy Ty Doyle, aka DJ Butter Sauce, aka Ty Lante. And I'm here as always with the homie, the kid JB. And I forgot to do my joke, but it's all good. How, you, how are you, bro? Well, they mom's been in quarantine, so luckily they've been avoiding you. Yeah, I'm done with your mom, bro. You're going to see your mom not worth catching the Rona, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have been having Zoom meetings. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, man, it's me, the kid JB. Could have been right last week and probably next week. AKA Mr. Told You So. Because I'm always right, but I tend to be that. And when I am, I have to you know, circle back with you on the calendar and let you know, hey, on this date, I'll let you know something and I was correct. So, yeah, shout out to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, living good, feeling good. You know what I'm saying? Staying home, washing my hands and legs. But yeah, happy to be here on uh, volume 124, like you said. But how you doing, fam? Yeah, I'm Gucci, bro. I'm chilling. Another week has passed in quarantine. On me on furlough, kind of just been bicking back, bowling, chilling with my cat, catching up on shows, watching new shows, uh, trying to eat as healthy as I can, trying to work out as much as I can. Your boy did a little 10, 10 minute, like. Uh, medicine ball burner thing that had you know me fucked up <laughs> but it's all good though you know health journey shouts to that man mm-hmm. doing better than me bro i've been using the rona as an excuse for anything fitness related damn so. used to be on your shit bro you gotta get some weights yeah uh I, in fact you know <laughs> i'm a little worried because i did buy 
like a home gym mm-hmm. or not really a home gym but like a those elastic bands you can hook them on the door that's completely different <laughs> well i meant more of like the concept. something for yeah, yeah a yeah. gym comma for the home yeah yeah this one's kind of next level medium level it's like it's called the body boss and it's a platform that's like i don't know maybe four feet wide five feet wide um and it's foldable so you can bring your places and it has these hooks on it and what happens is you stand on the platform so that's the weight resistance and you got the clips based on whatever workout you're trying to do so if you're trying to do like say bench press you would clip like them on the far angles you know what i'm saying and then the bar goes across and you just use that jump and you go from there and then you could like you know use that then from curls or then you could like you know squat by putting over your back like you know there's so many different like workouts you could do with it and you know what i'm saying so that i was like i bet and then it was one of those flash deals on facebook so i kind of jumped on it but i'm reading the reviews and everyone's like yo i don't know man this thing says 50 dollars, but it's usually like 200 300 on the website Mm. and i'm like "Mm, that's a little too good to be true i'm looking looking at other reviews and they just like yo it's a scam it's a scam like be careful bro blah, blah. so like i don't know but then i've sent, seen some other reviews and they also like yo the, it's really good it came it just took a while but it came blah blah mm-hmm. so I, i'm hopefully rocking with them so yeah man but beyond that you I'm might waiting. not you just might not get it till we get a vaccine i'm thinking by the, <laughs> by, by the time it comes there'll be a vaccine offered at every gym and i won't even need it no more. yeah it won't even be i know i know a couple years ago this is like somewhat related but i ordered like I ha- I was fucking chilling at one of those like outdoor like um outdoor kind of food truck things that they be having. Well, I don't know what yeah. those stuff. Food food truck derbies or some shit. I don't know what the fuck they call them. But I was there waiting in line and it was taking a good amount of time. So I was in there and I was just scrolling and I found these hats. I think it was on Instagram. And I was like, okay. Time for me to, I should might as well, I ain't got shit else to do. Let me buy some hats. Completely forgot that I bought them. And then I thought about it like two weeks later. I was like, yo, where the fuck is my hat? <laughs> and then I went back to the Instagram. People were right under the comments like, yo, don't do this. This is a scam. <laughs> I was like, yo. But I played with PayPal. So I'm like, ah, right, that should be good. And then completely forgot about it. And I think I got the hat. I ended up getting the hat like three months later or something crazy. Damn. I was like, that shit is crazy. But yeah, so I mean, I'm sure you should have come eventually, maybe. Hopefully. I mean, I, again, I want to work out again. I don't see myself going back to the gym. It's funny. I bought these sneakers that off Facebook one time that also took like months to show up. But since mm-hmm. they came, they're fresh. Um, and I, every, every time I rock them, not to big myself up, but the truth hurts sometimes. Um, but every time I rock them, I get a compliment, like every time. Right. And at first I was, this was before the Rona. I was cool with telling people, Oh, I bought this on, uh, I got this from a, you know, like a ghetto website in China. And now I'm afraid to just tell tell them I got sneakers from China. You know what I'm saying? Hey bro. By the time it get here, it can't have nothing on it. You're good. Who knows? So uh, it was funny because I, you know, uh, usually I'm I usually hit people with just like the oh I got them online or I got them elsewhere, 
but yeah this person asked me and i was like thinking of that out loud but like in my head but like slowly and i was just like damn should i say china that's not a big deal right now i was like whatever i got him off a website and the person was like the person was like thanks man like good answer but i stood there for like way too long simply trying to answer that question yeah trying to figure out what the fuck to say no i do every time somebody's like hey where'd you get that shirt from i'm gonna always say the internet but i can't (laughs) i feel like shitty for saying the internet but that's kind that's literally where i got it i think that means specifically what website but i don't i never remember it's like i got so many hats and so many shirts like i can't remember everywhere that i got it from i think okay so i'm under this impression it's okay to lie to people sometimes i think that would be a scenario where you could just say some shit up you could say like karma loop (laughs) like yo i got it from uh 30 t-shirt.com bro you just gotta hit them up (laughs) why is that i think that's better than Mm -hmm. them thinking you're being an asshole right i'm just blowing them off but it's also you know do you really want to wear the same shirt that i have like at work <laughs> no, but maybe they want to buy it for somebody. Maybe. I mean, maybe they do. I, like, I'm cool if somebody has the same shirt as me. Or maybe it, they want to frame it. Yeah. I don't know why. It's like, I guess it depends on the person. You want somebody you don't really like like that to have the same shirt as you, the same like shit as you, do you? Oh, uh, no, no. I don't want anyone to have the same shit as me. Right. I mean, sneakers is one thing because it's like, all right, everybody got Air Force Ones. You can't get mad. You rock an Air Force One. Somebody else rocking Air Force Ones. But it's, you know, like, a, you know, me rocking this UFO dad hat I got on. And then somebody I don't really fuck with got the UFO dad hat, too. On the, we wearing it on the same day. People are like, ah, oh, twins. And I'm like, I fucking hate this nigga. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you, uh, that's the rule. You, you tell them, you're like, hey, come here. I'll tell you where I got the hat. But you gotta promise me if you wear this shit, you tell me. But because- then that, that's worse because then they have to let you know ahead of time. And now somebody I don't even enjoy got my contact info. Right, and then they're telling you their wardrobe, like you. Yeah, and I was like, we're actually friends. Nah, Mm-mm. I might as well just say the internet. I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm with you, dog. Fuck yeah. But yeah, we're off track, bro. We we today we or you know for this week, you know we've been doing a bunch of guests. And having people on talk about different things, we got shit planned for the future. But today we figured we'd drop a little, little some, some little quick banger podcast for y'all. Uh, and Jesse, he told me he had some shit to get off his chest, so I'm gonna um, yield the floor to my guy. <laughs> well, nah, man. Um, so work was a little spicy today. Um, you know what I'm saying? Granted, everybody's on edge when it comes to the coronavirus, a, a deadly pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think one thing that's getting everybody caught up is that they're applying yesteryear's norm to today's norm. Oh, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And trying to think like, man, like I'm so I'm I'm anxious from being in the house all day, or I, I feel guilty because I haven't worked out, or I feel like bummy because I haven't like done anything. But yeah. The solace in that is knowing that a lot of people are not doing shit either. And that's like the good thing, right? Yeah. And that for me is enough. I mean, I usually don't care about what others are doing. Like I, I, I try not to compare myself to others, good or bad, but there is like a, a, a national bar that's been lowered. Right. Yeah. And society is kind of on pause right now. Um, so that keeps me a little, um, sane, but, uh, 
work in itself, um, you know, is a little unique because some people are put in positions that they don't want to be doing. Like myself, I was kind of merged to like a sales position now. So, you know, my expectations and the, uh, my metrics are a little different and the pressure is a little bit higher, mm-hmm. which is, like, you know, which is a, you know, gift and a curse. I'm grateful to still be working, but I'm also like anxious because it feels like all eyes are on me now. And like, you know, just a little bit more, just a different vibe. Yeah, no, I feel that. So there's a balance of like, man, I don't want to be doing this time times. Like, yeah, I kind of want to, I have to be doing this, whatever. Right. Uh, but I've been in the public eye working in jobs that, you know, call for customer service, call for, you know, being customer relations, client relations, public relations, that type jazz. You know what I'm saying? I'm working towards, you know, journalism career with football, with broadcasting and trying to get, you know, my voice known throughout all levels. So, you know, all the way acceptable from old people all the way down to like, you know, the bucket hat boys present the ABCs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all of that entire, you know, coming into play, you know, the fr- frustrating part is like life right now is not doing what we want to do, but more so doing what we got to do. Right. And that comes into play with social distancing, um, stopping the spread, slowing the curve. um, What, you know, extra diligence by washing hands, whatever. I say all this today at work, man, customer, mind you, I deal with old school people and, you know, that's my, (laughs) that's my politically correct way of saying like, you know, yeah, yeah. We know what that means, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I call what you, I think, I think most of our listeners are going to be able to catch what you mean. Okay. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? I work with a lot of farmers, a lot of truck drivers and that Mm -hmm. type of clientele. Mm -hmm. And, uh, this guy was financing, asking to finance a truck. It's like a hundred thousand dollar, you know, semi truck, 18 wheeler and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the way the process works, they apply. I confirm the equipment. I'm like, oh, you go, you go into Ty's Auto Shop, and they're like, yeah, you know, you know, he's got the best hats too from the internet. I'm like, oh, work. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then I call you, and I'm like, yo, you got the invoice, you got the paperwork. You're like, yeah, I bet. And then I patch it together, and boom, that's the deal, right? Right. So, but sometimes the the customers are like, nah, I want to call Ty first. I'm gonna get the price lowered, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to work out a deal. Then then you hop in and get the paperwork, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, yeah. And that happens a lot of times. Sometimes it's actually even easier because then you just call up and you're like, yo, I need that. Yeah, you just confirm it. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. This old school dude, um, not knowing who I am, where I'm from, uh, you know, my people, mm-hmm. he uh, he was telling me, he's like, yeah, Jesse, I want to, uh, I want, I'm going through this auto shop, blah, blah. Um, but don't call the vendor yet. I want to try and Jew him down on the price. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> what'd you say? So, um, a lot of things was going through my head. You know what I'm saying? There's, you know, the fight or flight moment, all that stuff. You also, and, it's your job. Yeah. Coming into what I was getting at before about doing what I got to do, not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of let it roll off. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I didn't hear it. And I just kind of like helped him out by rewording it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I was just like, oh, you trying to negotiate? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or are you trying to maneuver? Like I was trying to like pretty much imply that these are the terms used for anyone that wants to negotiate. But, you know, with me and those 
involved with my people tend to be negative connotations like, you know, you know, haggling or, you know, uh, bargaining and, uh, such a, you know, begging, begging, you know. Oh, begging is wild. It's and such that, a, a yeah. weird thing to me that is like, it's obviously like, why put the stigma on people when that's like the thing everybody wants to do? Like everybody wants to pay the lowest price they can for whatever. Right. You know what I mean? But like, why we, like that's literally what he wanted to do in that situation. Like, why did he need to, like, also demean people <laughs> at the same? Like, it's just dumb. But I don't know. I, I you know, you better than me because <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't have like did anything to like lose my job. I just would have played stupid. Like, like I'm sorry. What do you mean? Right. You know but what then, I mean? But and then, then like, like, oh, you know what I mean? I'd be like, I really don't. What is that? I like. Yeah, kinda, I, I don't really understand. I've never heard that term. What's that? Right, but then it kind of, I mean, you know that it requires energy to play stupid. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I, I don't want to buy because then, like, I'm buying into me not knowing something that I damn well know. Right, but the whole point of that is to make them feel stupid. Right, but at the same time, I don't gain, like, I'm not going to get anything with out of it. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to win not, with this thing. It's not like you're going to get into the argument with the, with the guy and he's going to be like, you know what? Jewish people are all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to pay full price, but not. Yeah. So. <laughs> And, and dude, that's another thing. And that's like something Larry David talked about it in one of the episodes. He's like, Jewish, he's like a, a non-Jewish guy makes a maneuver to pay a price at a lower amount. That's economical. It's smart. Mm-hmm. It's hustling, right? A Jewish guy does it. He's cheap. He's being Jewish. Right? You know what I'm saying? It's like, who, who wants to pay full price? You know what I'm saying? And then he's like, then, and then he's like, and it's a lose-lose. He's like, he's like there's, there's two extremes. Either you, if you have money, they expect it and they say, oh, you're a Jew. Of course you have the money. And then if you, mm-hmm. and then if you're cheap, they don't assume that you're broke. They assume that you have it. The money, but you ain't, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that you're not far away with it. So it's like, fam, are you like, he's like, you, it's a lose-lose. Either you're cheap, you're a cheap Jew or you're a rich Jew. Yeah. There's no, there's no winning with them. So yeah, um, like we, I, we may have talked about this with stereotypes, but they go, I, black people get it too. You know what I'm saying? Either they think you're broke or if you spend money on something like, oh, wow, look at this person being financially irresponsible with their money because they know they don't got it. <laughs> so you either broke because you can't afford it or you're broke because you, you're overspending for it. <laughs> right. Bam. And then, like, you know, I've had this, and then it took me back to a couple of times where I've had it. Um, our, it happened twice when I worked at the cell phone stores. Like I said, um, oftentimes kids would have to call into their parents to get the account passwords or whatever and one time this kid called in and then he was like i gotta call my stepdad to get an account he's such a fucking jew and i was like i was like fam you talking like you you acting like only jews have the passwords you saying like, <laughs> like every verizon customer is a jew like, what? like count I, the thing that's so wild to me about the the like you know saying shit like that is like not that obviously i guess sometimes you can there's a way for you to tell if somebody might be jewish you know what i mean like you the homie you rock the you rock the chain so if you see the chain you know what i mean but i mean for the most part jewish people look like other white people so i never like how do y'all discern like how do these people discern when it's okay to just be like dropping that like how did it like obviously i'm no like i know white people say shit about black people to other white people and they just don't say that shit to black people. At least, you know, most people do. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, like, they know not to say it when a black person is around. 
I'd say um, they just assume everybody's not Jewish or I don't understand that. Well, like my homies that are like, like straight tribe, tribe, like you could tell, you know what I'm saying? Like Mm. they had, they just look Middle Eastern. They kind of have like that, you know, hue to them. But you're right. There's the the homies that are like mixed that like technically they're Jewish because their mom's Jewish, but then the mm-hmm. the mom married like a white de- or like a you know uh, uh, Anglo-Saxon dad or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like the unique thing is like what I, like so um, that that's what it is, man. Like that's why it's like well, you've heard the term Jewish nose, right? So like there is like depiction. Yeah, but there's some people who aren't Jewish got some fucking bonkers. <laughs> so, no, I do. I, I never know. thought that was ever a thing. Like I, I like, know, but but that but that's why like you know they say you know it's like Jewish nose or Jewish you know he's mm-hmm. got Jewish hair, Jewish curls. Like there's there's definitely like you know they especially after the fact they they'll associate you know like not mm-hmm. not you know because I get I, I yeah because you know I've gotten everything else I've gotten. I look Italian. I look Middle Eastern. Mm-hmm. I look Greek. Uh, you know, what I I'm see saying? Greek for sure. You know, Spanish. Like, like you love some Spanakopita, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm cool with it all as long as they don't say I look like Todd from Minnesota type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, you look like Chad from fucking, you know, the beach. Yeah. Like, nah, I'm cool. Like, you know, um, if they tell me in, in a movie, you could play like a like a like a fucking like a different ethnicity i'm like all right i can rock you know right um so anyway that's what happened today at work and i thought it was fresh hot off the plate put a buckets and um that reminded me of, like i said that was one time at the verizon store then another time i, I did make a dude very un uncomfortable because this was and not to get political we don't get political on the pod Mm-mm. but to be honest with you bro i actually used to tuck my chain um it used to be like my my grandma used to always tell me to hide my chain because like mm-hmm. it's like you you don't want people to know. Right. Unfortunately, you hide your identity. It's it's it just goes back to the Holocaust, hiding your tattoo, right. you know, all that stuff, right? Just just trying to avoid and blend in as much as you can, right? Mm-hmm. And since Trump's presidency, and you know, unfortunately, since unraveling of the hoods of you know the KKK, and you know, kind of giving the green light to the the wannabe nazis and stuff like that right my grandma switched it up and told me you know what just let them know like you know yeah, like, we out here up. and we fighting like we're not going to be silenced like we won this war like they talk about second place and losers like they lost fam like yeah so that's what that's what the energy is so um one time at work a customer was saying something like you know oh like uh, this other dude was being a Jew at a store or something like that. And I was like, what does that mean? And I, I flashed my chain, right? And he was like so red in the face, bro. He saw uh-huh. me and he was like, well, hold on, bro. And like, you know, when people act nervous, they pretend to be on the yeah. phone. And he was like looking at his phone, like trying to check. And he was like, hey, hold on. Uh, I'll be back, man. And he just dipped, bro. Right. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes you need to let them sit in that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, as a, you know, obviously not to get, you know, we, we're getting super into race and shit like that. But it's like when somebody I hear depends on, who you know, if I'm somewhere, I'm like, I'm not going to win regardless. I'm not going to there's no way for me to make them feel bad. But then when it's like, a you know, somebody who I know, they say some shit and I'm like, yo, what are you what are you like trying to say about that? Like, it's like it's good for them to have to sit with what they what they just said and be like, wow, maybe I shouldn't just go around <laughs> right. saying shit like that. Like, why? Like, why did I even think that was OK? You know what I'm saying? 
Now, maybe they might not say it in public because, again, because they might get caught in the same situation again. But that, you know, that's some form of growth, I guess. But you know what, you know what sucks? I mean? What sucks about the jokes that, and not to, I feel like this is the oppression pie, but the. <laughs> You know, it's the funny about the jokes, though, is that um, they're kind of like I call them like crowd surfing jokes, because unfortunately, society has them to the point where like everybody kind of knows what they're about, even if they don't subscribe to them. Right. Like, you know what a racist joke is, even if you don't say them. So like, that's the unfortunate thing is somebody could say something blank like, yeah, but you know, Jews. And then people are like, ah, I kind of know what he's talking about. Right. You know? Which, and it, you know, that just sucks. That's just society. Yeah, you know? so, but anyway. But yeah. <laughs> for sure like uh you know back when i worked in customer service you know i've had all types of wild sh- i mean not not just racism stuff but obviously that come up i worked at home depot people saying wild shit there because it's like most of the people who came i worked in the lumber department so most of the people who came in were contractors and so and not that you know i'm not saying those that type of person but you know people it i'm not people who tend to work with their hands seem to usually go one way and, and a lot of them are cool as shit like a, a good i was it's probably 50 not a little bit more than 50 like you know 70 70 30 of like people who are cool as shit that know how to build shit cool as hell that they do shit with their hands and then there's like 30 percent of people who are just fucking terrible people <laughs> and, <laughs> and like not changing bro because right they, they think they're the norm they think like that's normal and we're the weird right and that yeah. they're better you know they think they're better like you know they came to home depot they were you know, I, like trying to pick up Mexican pe- like workers to do shit, and you know all types. Of, and you know, obviously, they just lording over these people, and they so they feel superior. But you know, that it is what it is. And then obviously, I've had you know customers say, "Wow, shit!" In general, like at Dunkin', I've had people. I had a lady one time. Uh, I told her that like something was a little bit more than she was about to hand me for like it was either for donuts or for coffee and she's like oh don't worry i got that and just started like spreading the money out at me like she was like 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 throwing it like fucking she was at the strip club like oh i got that that shit ain't nothing i'm like bro what <laughs> like <laughs> like what was the point of this and it was like i gotta scoop the fucking dollars up all right cool like it was five bucks for a coffee i wasn't really questioning whether you have five fucking dollars <laughs> for a coffee bro like in the hell all right but yeah, I, that's a, that should be a good question we can ask the uh, the buckets though. Like, what's the, I'm sh- 
I'm sure girls get it a lot, like at least sexism shit, you know? Oh, yeah. And I'm sure, you know, to be the devil's advocate, <laughs> I'm sure, like, you know, you, we've seen it all before where it's like a white person and they might get accused for, you know, being racist when they were kind of just, you know, doing a store policy or some shit like that. But it's <laughs> like, you, you got to blame your other fellow white people because it's like, you know, we deal with that shit all the time. Sometimes we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes yeah, what, motherfuckers, motherfuckers try to use that store policy bullshit to be, you know, on our ass, and it don't really be that, you know. Uh, one time, this dude when I worked at T-Mobile, he stole one of the phones, but it wasn't even a real phone, right? Mm-hmm. And he was—he's was a black dude, and he stole it. And then one of my coworkers was black, and he was like chasing after him, and he tried giving us like the ride at. He was what he say? He was like. He's like, oh, what's up? I stole it because I'm black. And my, my coworker was like, bro, don't pull that. <laughs> <laughs> you stole because I literally saw you steal, dog. Yeah. Like, He's, he said some shit. He's like, fam, you know what that does for the real one? So he said yeah, some shit like, like that. He's like, bro, that shit. he's like, bro, don't do that. Like, it was so. <laughs> Like yeah, yeah, like not only did you just like, bro, if you get caught, you just got caught. You just got to catch it. You just take the L. I remember <laughs> in in um, when I was in seventh grade, bro, or maybe it was sixth grade. I tried to steal Yu Gi Oh cards from Walmart, and you know I didn't even fully steal. I, I like I grabbed the Yu Gi Oh cards, put them in my pocket, and then like I was walking to the front, and I just changed my mind. I was like, yeah, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah, put them, Yeah, I put it back, and then I like met up with my mom, and then. Uh, I think she went to the car first, and then as I was walking out, a security guard came up. Was like, "Hey, I saw you still." I was like, "Nah, I put it back." He was like, "I don't care. I don't." <laughs> you tried to sell like it should matter. I didn't leave the store. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, fam. Like you didn't even give me the grace period to, to be like, you know what? This is a bad decision. Like, you know what I mean? If I would have like, what's the statue or not? Is it because I took it? Put it in my pocket and went a few aisles mm-hmm. before I threw it back. It's like, hey, that's, or is it like if I'd have just like took it, put it in my pocket? Taking it back out would I still would that count it? Like what's the what's the threshold on it? You gotta give me time to realize I was making a bad decision. Like if that's robbery, man, girls steal ninety-seven outfits by trying them <laughs> on putting them back. Right? Like, bro. Like I could have so you tell me I could have opened the back pack of Yu-Gi-Oh, looked through them, thrown back on the thing, and you wouldn't have done anything to me. But because I had it in my pocket for three hours, then it's like, ah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you, the whole like first of all, is it was a five dollar purchase. So I'm not going to jail. So the whole <laughs> point of you even locking me up would be to teach me a lesson. A lesson I obviously already mm. learned because I put the motherfuckers back. Yeah, you taught yourself the lesson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he was just bored, bro, if I'm being yeah. real. He's like, boom, I got action. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, He's like, I died for this shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I will say when I worked at Home Depot, the fucking... Like the security guards used to just like roam the aisles, like, and they were we had had like secret shoppers, and so if they saw somebody doing some shit, they'd kind of peek out and like you know catch them in the act or whatever, or go. And you would you you'd be amazed how often motherfuckers steal Home Depot shit. It's like I don't understand it because there's so much big shit and people somehow f- f- like find ways to steal thousands of dollars worth of shit. Like, bro, they said it says home on the title. I thought this was my home. <laughs> But like my, them, the geek, the security guy used to be geeked up when somebody was about to steal something like just full on sprints to fucking the front <laughs> to catch people. I'm like, all right, man. They just <laughs> like man just stole a fucking piece of lumber, man. It's all good. If I was a security guard, I'd be like, man, yo, uh, if you about to steal something, let me know. 
I would definitely not leave the. I would just call up to the front, like, "Yo, there's people walking out, man." Like, I'm not about to run up there. That shit is crazy. <laughs> and people would be like, "Yo, you judging me?" I'd be like, "Sharam, bro. Like, you look, yeah. you look suspect." And then if I right. uh, prove me wrong, if you don't leave with the shit, then yeah, right. You're right. I think it just it just that's the thing too is, you know, there's different like levels to it. If you're a security guy at Home Depot, yes, I'm judging you from stealing from Home Depot or stealing from something stupid. The only thing I'm I like I'm leaning on people stealing food because it's like you stole food is because you hungry. <laughs> like I'm okay with that. I'm not okay. Obviously, I'm not okay with stealing, but I get why somebody was still because they fucking hungry. But you right. stealing you stealing powerless fucking uh, power drivers and shit. Fucking you know ratchets wrenches and shit, bro. Like wh- like what are you doing? You know? Yeah, I don't know. Like. Because you have to be crafty to use the shit at Home Depot anyway. And if you're not mm-hmm. thinking of crafty ways to steal, then I don't think you're gonna be able to build whatever you're stealing material. Yeah, motherfuckers are crafty. I'm telling you, you no, know, they still. I, I they were telling me that they we the store was losing crazy amounts of money every year from from theft. It had to be theft, and maybe unless it was like a whole bunch of inside jobs, the employees stealing or some shit. But there, them numbers were staggering. I was like, well, they need to get on that. <laughs> but also, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Y'all got money. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah, y'all don't need to pay me more. What's up? Yeah, fuck it. Y'all close. You just build another store. Fuck it. Right? The fuck? Oh man, somebody stole a grand worth of shit. Like, okay, who cares? Oh shit, they stole more wood. What they got? Oh man, you're gonna run out of money, Home Depot. Oh yeah, shit, no more orange buckets. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you have anything else to, to bring up before we you peace out on them? Uh, nah, man. I guess we could wrap it up. I was saying they gotta chill with those um dog adoption commercials, um, because they'd be like four minutes long, and it it just it's kind of like goes back to I don't know what episode it was, probably seventy something when we were talking about if you're gonna donate, there's no reason to like, oh yeah film it and show them when they're at their worst. So mm-hmm. with this stuff, it's like we get it. The dogs need a home. You don't need to show us you guys dumping like boiling water on their face. <laughs> It's not funny in general, but it's like it is, you know, those arms yeah. and it's like, like a, they got a, a dog. three-legged dog trying to get up a step and it's like, you are right there filming could just pick the dog up. You're right. It's got like a bloody ass it. nose. I'm like, right? listen, if I adopt one, I don't want this one. Like, and are you cleaning it up before it comes in the house? Like, right? come on. Oh, man. I used, to, I used to get the same feeling as you do those Africa commercials. And it's like they find like the most rundown African village, and it's like they're just filming dirty kids, and kids got flies on their face, and they're just sitting there runny nose, and they're just filming it. And I'm I'm like, bro, you asking us for help, nigga? You right there? Wipe that kid nose? <laughs> like what? Right? Give like, him a camera, bro. Like, like, was, sell like the I know camera. I know your ass shower. Figure out a way for them to shower. Right. Like, bro, come on now. I like I get the whole overall sentiment, but. And I guess you, you know, it's just trying to evoke emotions, but uh, people care about dogs, bro. <laughs> people care, give a fuck up way more about dogs than they do about people at this point. Uh, that's facts. And like, I just noticed that those commercials come on every time when I'm in a position that's like far from the remote, so I can't change you can't it. Can't change it. You just gotta sit through the whole. And you just hear <laughs> the angels, and every You're two like, seconds uh, you get a gunshot. And they're like, there goes another one. <laughs> yeah, yo, chill. Like, hey, bro, I get it, man. And like, if I, even if I, 
you know, I, d- I adopt one fucking dog. That's only one dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't have too many dogs. Where were y'all when I was struggling? All right. <laughs> they got, got the in my my mom's apartment while I'm eating ramen noodles. It's <laughs> like these kids eat so much sodium every day. <laughs> For eighty seven cents, you could get you could get Jesse to study hall and back. Will, will he finally graduate? Uh, and I'm just looking dumb at the camera, like yeah, we're right. we're You're just looking at your notebook and it's like, mm, damn. <laughs> Just me, just I'm like, I'm cold as shit. Like it's snowing <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> There's no heat. It just yeah. is, and it is in the background, and it's just me opening up the fridge with nothing in it, and then going closing it, and then coming back ten minutes later, just in case food magically appeared. <laughs> it's like Thai ate four grilled cheeses three days in a row. <laughs> It goes to like a different scene of like you just like ruffling through the cabinets. It's like, man, where was they? Where, where were they at, bro? But uh, <laughs> that's a good, that's a good note to end. <laughs> um, but you know how it is. We're in our favorite part of the podcast. It's the songs of the week. Brum, brum, brum. What you got this week, Jesse? You know what I'm saying. So for those sports buckets and uh, fans of you know. The documentaries and you know the last dance the, the the documentary about michael jordan and stuff like that you know those 90s babies 80s babies were hip to space jam which you know mm. was good then not so much now but the soundtrack was fire bro and one of the songs on there was a little thematic and topical for what's going on with what we're happening right now like i was touching on earlier with the, the covid crisis um, everything's upside down right now. The world's weird. You know what I'm saying? Nothing's right. So we're going with upside down, salt and pepper. Oh, nice. Well, salt and pepper's here. Okay, that's what's up. You know, what um, you know how I usually do? I, go, I do the bops, bangs, and slaps. Um, a lot of big music drop recently. Uh, some other shit that I didn't even catch all up on. But my song that bops, JoJo dropped a new album. Yes, that JoJo, you know. Get out. Right now, I saw her <laughs> I, when I worked at Tempe Marketplace, bro. I saw her perform there. Oh man. wow! I was like walking back from my lunch break. I was like, I, I can't be late over this. But yeah, yeah, bro. She's out now. She's not doing the you know the preteen bops no more. It's all it's grown and sexy now. And uh, mm. she she had a song called "Come Back" with Tory Lanez and uh, some dude named Thirty Rock. I had never heard of, but the song is bangs. Uh, obviously, a different, more grown up. Jojo now talking about doing all the sex and whatnot, which is <laughs> you know it's crazy because I don't she might have had a project in between, but it feels like she didn't really like make music in between uh when her shit dropped in the early two thousands or whenever the hell it was and into now, which is you know twenty twenty but I guess she had a lot of problems with her label or some shit, and she couldn't get out of contracts and you know it's kind of obviously the the music industry can be fucked up. So, you know, gl- glad to see her out here. She got, you know, you can check out her album, which is, uh, I'm trying to think of what the name is. Oh, good to know. Definitely check it out. The whole thing is pretty good. Streets was saying it was fire before I listened to it. So I was like, I right, bet. Um, but yeah, the, the standout from that guy's comeback. Check it out. And then my song, that slap, obviously I got to talk about the Drake album. He dropped Dark Lane demo tapes. 
Uh, my song that slap is definitely gonna be desires. The song with future, but you know he had a lot of bangers on there. You know what I'm saying? It was. I like demons. Yeah, um, demons. If you fuck with the whole with the uh, pop smoke kind of fivia foreign, you know style of music. Obviously, that's what Drake does. He hops on other people's styles, and you know he puts them on at the same time. But you know what I mean? Like he likes going into other people's world and rapping. And sometimes you know he does it well. Sometimes. It doesn't hit like when you try to do all the UK rap and people hated that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, and what you know, and out is weird because I actually kind of like that song "Kiss My Teeth" KMT off of uh, was it was it off of Views or what's the the UK one was more life, wasn't it? Where you had a whole uh, bunch of yeah, but it had Skept on there and he was all like like Batman. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Bro, I was laughing so hard because someone posted a video of like a UK rapper and they're like, bro, I'm not being mean, but they're just so bad, bro. <laughs> nah, he's, look. Just, he's like, he's like, I'm Scott, Ronan and Rova. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Sharapova. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see Ops and it's over. Yeah. And anyway. like that dude, I think that dude might have been a parody that, but there are a lot of Brit or, you know, UK rappers that just, it sounds weird. Um, but there's some that are good, like it is, but it's still funny because there's a dude named Dave. His album Psychodrama was that came out last year was very good. Uh, you know, one of my, you know, not nah, I wouldn't say, I guess, yeah, one of my favorite albums of last year. But his name is fucking Dave, and he's a rapper, and his rap name is Dave. Like that's just that's just some UK funny shit. <laughs> Dave East, you know, just Dave. Uh, like oh, like oh man, what's your rap name? It's like ah, oh, Dave. Like okay, uh, and he's like featuring Steve and Carl. <laughs> like, what's up, bro? But yeah, so his shit was good, but it's kind of hard to take UK people serious. But yeah, that's what Drake does. He hops on people's shit. But you know, he had you know a bunch of songs on there that hit from Landed to uh, D4L with another one, Future. He got Young Thug on there. Um, only song that I really like don't like. I'm not a big fan of War because he was doing a UK rap again, but it was cool. Uh, the 1993 one is good until uh, Cardi's Playboy Cardi's verse, which is weird because his voice. I don't know what he's doing with his voice. Like I get that he does weird shit with his voice all the time. I feel like he's leaning in a little too much. Yeah, I like the album. Though. I liked. Uh, I liked from. Uh, was it from Florida with Love? Yeah, that's or, a good one. Um, I like Time Flies. Losses. I like Chicago freestyle. Um, when to say when? Yeah, it was, I thought it was a good album. Yeah, um, no, it definitely. It might be one of my uh, the most I've enjoyed a Drake project since. If you're reading this, it's too late. So, you know what I mean. And that's been a while. He's been dropping these fucking super long playlists. He was trying to call them. I didn't like views. I didn't like. Uh, you know, there was there was some you know some shit on there. Like obviously, controller and. And one dance and and shit like that. Like there was a lot of good shit that dropped from more life and views and and uh, same thing with Scorpion. Like there was some songs, but like as a as a whole, I could it was just like too many songs. And it's like not, once you have that many songs and a lot of them are and to me, then it's you know what I'm saying. Like you're doing too much. You just got to trim down the amount of songs you drop. This one, thirteen songs, concise. They all you know what I'm saying. Most of them they got to the point. It was good. I feel like it flowed well. Like, you know what I mean? It, it was like, that's why they got to go back to making these not shorter albums, like, you know, somewhere between 10 to 15 songs, you know? Yeah, like a CD, a compact disc. You know maybe I mean? maybe you drop a deluxe a couple weeks or months later with four extra songs. And you know what I mean? That's fine. But you shit 22 songs off rip. Like, I just, most of the time I just groan. It's like, ah, there's so much. 
you know? A deluxe, you know, like with bacon and maybe a, <laughs> a, a second. So a little bit more. Let me let me digest a little bit first before you sprinkle in more songs. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, and then my song, that bang, I'm gonna go with Split It by Doughboy featuring Moneybag. Yo, it's a little repetitive, but uh, I fuck with it. Um I think some other songs that I forgot to sh- shout out, Chevron by the homie Kenny Mason. He dropped a whole uh, album called Angelic Hood Rat, which is fire. Uh, I'm Nobody probably knows who this dude is, but I feel like he might blow up from Atlanta or whatever. He might maybe not blow up, but he's going to get bigger. You know what I'm saying? He reminds me of like J.I.D., uh, Jid. I don't know if it's J.I.D. or just Jid. I thought it was Jid. I have no clue. I got to I got to confirm that. But he kind of reminds me of him, but he also has more like rocker vibes. A lot of his songs got some rock tinge to it. So if you if you kind of like that kind of cross blend, definitely check him out. I'll probably put the song Chevron on the pod so you'll you'll be able to hear that and then you'll hear split it. But um I'm trying to think if there's anything else album-wise. Oh, West Side Gun dropped the album. If you into like boom bapity rap rap uh, you know, niggas talking about selling cocaine and shit. Uh, his album's good, even though Westside Gun's not my favorite. Guy out of Griselda, you know, Benny the Butcher is. They all out of Buffalo, which I hate Buffalo, the, the city, but <laughs> they out of there, they spitting. All the people in Griselda, shouts to them. Like, they signed to Eminem, who I also am not a fan of too much anymore, but, you know what I'm saying, them dudes can spit. So if you're looking for shit like that, definitely check check out What's that gun's new album? I think it's called Pray for Paris. So but yeah, those are my songs of the week. Shouts to that. Shouts to you. As always, putting up with me week in, week out. Volume 124. We're about to hit another milestone, which is dope. 125 coming up. Um, as always, man, shouts to the sponsors, Sunday Scaries. You know what I'm saying? Some people uh going through some tough times or anxious, you know what I'm saying? And they they they're hearing your woes and your cries. So shouts to them. They just raise the discount to twenty percent off. Bow, bow. You know what I'm saying? Which is nice because you know we went back to you know not who wants to pay full price for anything. So no promo code bucket up, you know what I'm saying? Uh not case sensitive because you know we're not sensitive around here. And it's uh yeah. Promo code bucket up twenty percent off. You know, gummies, oils you know what I'm saying? Unicorn jerky, FOMO bones for the dogs. Talking about adopting dogs. You can adopt a dog, get some FOMO bones, make everyone oh, get happy. Them I'm sure your dog, maybe your dog's happy to have you home right now, but maybe it's starting to settle in. He's like, damn, they home all the time. What the fuck's going on? Maybe your dog's getting crazy. You know what I mean? Or when it goes, when things open up, which it seems to be prematurely in every mm-hmm. state, it's going to be like, wait, what happened? Is the, the human dead because he's not home all day? He's going to have anxiety. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's right there waiting for you. But 20% yeah, percent off. Got to take take to take hold of that, my guy. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so they can find that there, but you know, for the buckets that's, you know, been, you know, riding with us, we continue to salute you. But for the new ones that are like, "Oh wow, these guys are funny." Where can they find this guy? Yeah, I'm not sure what you're listening to this on right now. Probably SoundCloud that's usually our main skis, but you could also find us on every lovely podcast distributor we're on spotify we're on google play we're on stitcher radio uh we're on apple podcast for the iphone tribe and obviously we're on soundcloud um if you want to hit us up talk to us about the show shout out at us maybe tell us some wild shit that a customer might have said to you while you were working retail or working you know what i'm saying you know anything where you had to deal with customers 
Um, you can hit us up on our social medias. Uh, on Facebook, we're just the Bucket Hat or the Bucket Up Podcast. On Instagram, we're the Bucket Hat Boys, at the Bucket Hat Boys. And then on Twitter, we are at Bucket Up Podcast. Or you can hit us up individually. The homie JB is at JB Speak. And I'm at Tylante, currently Cousin Eater right now. Um, definitely hit us up, interact with us. Leave comments on SoundCloud. Leave comments on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review if you haven't yet, or if you haven't in a while. You know, maybe we, maybe we, you only gave us a four star last time, which is, you know, I will feel kind of hurt, but it's all good. Maybe we a five star now to you, and you want to, you know, update your rating. Go ahead and do that, Playboy or Playgirl. I don't want to, you know, yeah. misgender or play yeah. them. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, man, like always. We out. <laughs> nah, the Bucket <laughs> Hat Boys, Volume 124, in the Bookingtons. He's DJ Butter. I'm the kid, JB. And we sliding out on this lovely Monday, or whenever you hear this, whatever day it is. They all the same. We out. Cheer, cheer. Yeah, I know how you feel. We be going through the same shit.